0: vegans my beautiful vegans it is the 31st of august and i can't believe we made it another month another month of live streaming every day on vegan of course thank you vegans for being here it's too so hard to not abuse animals now what's so hard about that what is so hard about not abusing themselves. animals don't fuck themselves
1: this is a channel for, a channel for
0: vegans. Oh, uh, vegans. I only this want me. to hang out with. Me. This is a channel for vegans. My beautiful vegan brethren, how the heck are you today? How are you? I hope that you're doing wonderful. You know, last night, last night I made... I made seitan. I, it was pretty cool. I made, uh, I made seitan. I got this big bag of vital wheat gluten and I was like – we went to have go have tacos the night before and they were hongo tacos, you know, and if you don't like hongos, then you're not going to like – if you don't like hongos, you're not going to like hongo tacos, will you? It's one of those things that Mexican restaurants a lot of times are like, just throw some hongos in there. The vegans will love it. But, you know, if you're not a Hongo fan, I'm a Hongo fan. Karina's not a Hongo fan. So I went out and I made myself some seitan last night. I made some seitan tacos, as they say in England. They don't say tacos in England. They say tacos. And so we had some some tacos at the house. They were wonderful. And I was so proud of myself. I actually made two seitan steaks. And so uh, tonight I think I'm going to make some seitan steak. Um... (laughs) some seitan steak pasta, maybe? That sounds pretty good. Maybe I can get Karina to get me some vegan sour cream. I make some bomb, bomb pasta if I get some vegan sour... Get me some vegan sour cream, I'm dangerous, man. You know, some of the old school stuff, back when vegan stuff was just coming out, we had vegan mayo and vegan sour cream, and we made... Everything out of that shit. So we learned a lot. Uh, some cashews. Oh my god. My god. Some lentils. Oh good lord. A couple. Couple. Couple carrots. Mm. You know, when, in the old days, when you went vegan, you had to learn how to cook. These days, people just watch. Just just watch videos about cooking and never cook anymore. They go to fast food restaurants, which is fine as long as you're not hurting animals. You're okay by me. You can stick around, and I'll love you. You can. you know, as long as you're vegan. You can stay. Guys, um, I hope that you guys are having your, – you're full of your full of carny tears and you're happy. I keep on thinking about what next week is going to look like. So I'm going to be going to – so Monday, we're going to have to cancel the pre-shift. I'm sorry about that because I'm going to be on an airplane to uh, – to Virginia, but we're going to do a live stream that evening. Somehow I'll figure out how to do a live stream that day, sometime in that 24 hour period, because I made a commitment. And when I make a commitment to vegans, I keep that commitment. So we'll still be going live on Monday. And then, um, and then every other day we'll do a pre-shift, but it'll have to be super early because I'll be on East Coast time. It'll be three hours earlier at the very least. So we'll see what happens there. Um, it'll be really fun. Yeah. Man, I love Satan. Hail Satan. What's up? No low plant powered in the house. Oh yeah. I like that. You know, I like what our our vegan friends are here. Better than the restaurants. I'm looking refreshed. It's just the haircut. I just took the haircut and shaved my face. I'm I'm just as refreshed as ever. I just like you shave the face, trim the mustache, give yourself a good uh, little 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 head gardening. Today, Uh, Alexa told me it's only gonna be 80 degrees. Oh my god feels like paradise. You know, it's yesterday was 90 So I mean, I'm really happy that the heat wave seems to be over Maybe we're moving into fall, you know, I'm sure we'll still get a couple hot days in September, but nothing Nothing like it's been. You know what? I mean, I'm stoked. I hope you're stoked too. What about Karina? Will she be lonely? Does she need someone to watch after her? Yes. Yes, she does luckily her father is staying with us, and he'll be looking after her to help out. Uh, I think that'll be great. Low of fifty dollars, <laughs> low of fifty overnight. Loved it. Yeah, I love the 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 lighter weather. The little bit of I love the, a little bit of reprieve from the oppression. You know what I mean? Like a little little. I'm against depression and heat. Heat can be oppressive. Speaking of heat, I don't know if you guys heard, but uh, cocoa prices, man. Have you heard of this? Have you heard about the cacao prices going up? And it directly affects vegans because all these carnies causing global warming affects vegan, hot, vegan chocolate. Even though there's more vegan milk chocolate out there, dark chocolate, which is mostly what people like me eat because, like, I'm not a, I'm not a huge chocolate fan. I'm not a giant chocolate fan. But global warming is making it so Chocolate prices going up, but because carny chocolate usually is cut with all sorts of, you know, uh, adulterations, you know, like, uh, you know, they put I think I think uh, Hershey's puts BPA directly into their chocolate. I think that's what they do. And I'm pretty sure that Cadbury puts um, just just blood, just the blood of innocent animals straight into like their Cadbury eggs. I'm pretty confident that that's what they do. Vegan chocolate, though, isn't cut with all of those adulterating uh, materials, so it's more pure cacao. And because of the rising cacao prices, vegan chocolate is going to, it's going up, it's going up. It's gone up 25%, it's gonna keep going up, because there's nothing we can do about it. Especially the ethically sourced stuff, and all the vegan chocolates are all ethically sourced. I went to Trader Joe's a couple days ago, I saw a chocolate bar for $15, $15? $15? Fifteen dollars. Oh, I was at Whole Foods. That was normal. It was. It was Whole Foods. It wasn't Trader Joe's. Yeah, Whole Foods. Fifteen dollars. That makes sense. Um, they don't call it whole paycheck for nothing, but. This chocolate thing, and I'm back to where we were before. I think only vegans should be allowed to eat chocolate. Chocolate, of course, is like number four or five on the worst types of agriculture for the environment. It goes like all the animals, and then like it, I think I think all the animals, and then I think number five is chocolate. And number six is coffee. I think that's how it goes. So vegans, since we since we aren't involved in the top four or five, um worst things for the environment we don't we don't mess with any of the animals we don't mess with any of the dairy stuff we don't use any wool so all of those ruminant farming and all, all the bad the really bad stuff in the environment since vegans aren't, aren't partaking we should be the only ones allowed to eat chocolate and drink coffee that's it that's the new rule i think that we should have personal carbon cap and trade if you are eating if you eat a cow anytime throughout the year, you are not allowed to have coffee for the rest of your life. If you eat one piece of lamb this year, you aren't allowed to have chocolate for the rest of your life. I think that that would be fair. Because why do I have to suffer because you're a piece of garbage who kills animals? Just because you're an animal abuser, why do I not to get to drink coffee? You know, I got I, I to gotta do something with all those carny tears. All those carnies always crying in the comment section. I got to do something with all those tears. I, I choose to make coffee out of it. Fair trade, organic. Mm. And it's good. It's good. So I'm sorry about that. I'm sorry to be the bearer of bad news, but chocolate, vegan chocolate, it's not looking good, guys. Not looking good. Even Starbucks has a small sign on their counters to say "Choose environmentally friendly plant-based milk," and that's surprising. They should be saying that. Well, think about it. If they, the more they, they, they don't pay that much for it, but the more they buy. The the better, the better their price is so maybe that's what their thing is starbucks i love starbucks for saying that that's really cool i didn't know that i haven't been to starbucks in a long time i don't have a problem with starbucks though although i did just recently watch a video about how the bpa in the plastic cup that you the, the lid on the coffee cup is like super bad for you Man, BPA's. What am I going to do about BPA? How am I supposed to do anything about BPA's? Like the BPA's are in the the plastic liner of your aluminum can. Like how am I supposed to fo- What am I supposed to do about BPA's, man? There's nothing I can do about BPA's. Can drink PWO instead sky pump some muscles. What's PWO? What's PWO? I don't know what that is. PWO plant workout, plant workout, power workout, pre-workout is that pre-workout? I hate fall and winter so much. I don't live in California, but Fredrikstad, a place in Norway, Frederickstadt is gonna get cold in uh, in autumn. Um, but you know what? Fall and winter in America, in in California, are the best winter. There's no winter in California. We um in Southern California, in Southern California, I've always said we kind of have our 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 seasons at nighttime. So like during the day, it's pretty much always like, except for some days in the summer, it gets to be like 90 degrees. It gets really hot. Maybe sometimes it'll hit a hundred, but most of the time it's between like 70 and 80. In the winter, it's most of the time between 70 and 80. Sure, there's some days it'll drop in to be like the 60s, but usually 65 to 80, something like that. But at night, that's when you feel it. Because at night, there's no protection. So at night, an LA winter at in the middle of the night on in LA, water's freezing on the ground. <laughs> it's cold as shit out there. Or, um, or like in the in the summertime, you can't sleep at night in the in LA because it's like it doesn't get colder at night. That's it. That's that's my that's my my anecdote about California weather. There you go. I'm sure it's the same all over. Go and listen on YouTube. Thank you, Paul Campbell, all the way in away. I hate cold. Everything you you born in the wrong place. You're born in Norway, man. You're in the wrong place. Getting getting cold. It's just hot here. Anthony March did stickering on Starbucks bottles on the store yesterday. <laughs> I love that. I love the idea. Of someone's go to a Starbucks and they pick up their little tumbler and they're like, "What?" I love that. <laughs> I thought most of that stuff was BPA three. So I watched a video on YouTube. It was a TED talk, and she was like, "Yeah." it's not a BPA, but it's a BP, which is still really bad for you. And it's still like 10 times the amount in that plastic cup that probably goes into your body than is allowed in Europe. Like in Europe, you're not allowed to do it here in America. Drink out that plastic cup, you're getting some kind of plastic particulates of some kind into your body i don't know how this works i'm not a chemist i just like but when i hear stuff like that it's like what the heck am i supposed to do about it there's nothing i can do it's in everything okay like thank you for letting me know like what am i supposed to do about bpa i can't avoid it when i'm supposed to stop drinking coffee okay am i supposed to stop drinking sparkling water that's the only thing i drink out of a can i can never have a beer again because there's plastic in the in the in the coffee i'm sorry in the can the aluminum what am I supposed to do that pre-workout? Yeah, I got it after a while. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You love your dark chocolate? Yeah, of course you do. Why wouldn't you? you know? <laughs> so I found out there's something called Boobopedia, which has B-days and daily facts about triple X stars. You should make one of those for vegans where it pulls dailies. <laughs> Fun facts. I really wish I could, but um, every time... I, it's so hard because, like vegan celebrities I don't trust that they're actually vegan so I'd have to like try to find real vegans and find out their birthdays and vegans I don't think they'll tell me they're very they're very sensitive bunch haven't you heard like vegans are always arguing they're always upset with me vegans are always upset with me I'm telling you I never thought when I started this that I'd have vegans upset with me didn't think it would be a thing eating peanut butter toast from bread and peanut butter and both come in plastic exactly does that mean but plastics going into your body I have no idea I have no idea if when I eat the peanut butter is the plat does the peanut butter become a vehicle for tiny pieces of microplastics to enter my bloodstream no clue I have no I have no way of knowing that and even if I did know it what am I supposed to do about it there's not like there's some glass option that's available when I supposed to make my own peanut butter like I guess I can make my own peanut butter but it's not the same damn it Just go to don'twatch.org to see the 18 plus content, yeah. that's just, That bothers me so much. And then I got this, like I, someone someone wrote me a thing about Stephanie A and then like, wh- like, why does she get a pass for all the racist things she said? I'm like, I don't know any of the racist things she says. And I'm like, I can't keep up. Like the second I say something nice about somebody, somebody texts me, like, I thought Stephanie A was just another vegan activist, and the second I put something up about her, uh, someone's like, "Sky, don't you know that she's a racist? And I'm like, no, I didn't know that about Stephanie A. I have no idea what you're talking about. You know, how am I supposed to know? I can't even say anything nice to anybody. No wonder everything's so negative. Every time you say something nice about somebody, you get called out. You might as well just say <coughs> negative stuff, because then at least people get mad for real reasons. <laughs> Like if I if I put up if I try to be nice to someone, I'm like, hey, look at this nice piece of content so and so made. Somebody always texts me like, why are you promoting that person? I'm like, because they made a nice piece of content. I thought it was like, don't you know that in 1999 they said something that I disagree with? No, I didn't know that. God damn, I was just trying to spread the love. I I I I always try to tell people I'm a cheerleader for vegan activists. Like I I really wanna be, but every time I say something nice. Somebody's always telling me that that person sucks. Goddamn. Anyway, that's my uh, that's my that's my my problem, I guess. Sorry to to put it on you. That's why it needs to stay about the animals and not this intersectional shirt. Yeah, I know. We need to have some more big duck energy. You're absolutely right, veganish. I totally agree. People are texting you, so everyone else has your phone number except me. Not my phone number. It's usually on Instagram or Patreon or um, or through um, the tweeters. Through the tweeters. Although I don't te- I don't check my tweeter very often. Can't wait to see Sky dressed in his cheer gear. It's hot. My I. It's pretty hot. I wear the little skirt. I I opt for the general the gender neutral the gender neutral costume is a skirt. Yeah. That's how I like it. Hello, vegan knave. Talk about sex you, you know you talk about sexy vegans, vegan knave shows up. That's just how it goes. That's you, you bring up sexy vegans, vegan knave shows up. That's what's always gonna happen. You know what I'm saying? Alright, so um, I don't know if you heard <laughs> but uh, this this thing happened that I just thought was it's kinda sad, but I wanted to bring it up because we talked about it last time it happened and this is one of those things where, am I supposed to feel sorry, sorry for him? A hard time Do you feel hard? sorry? He says, I have a hard time hearing you. I'm old. Talk louder. Here we go. That's okay. What are your thoughts on running for re-election in 2026? What are my thoughts about what? Running for re-election in 2026. Ha ha ha. What are your thoughts about running for election in 2026? And he says, ha 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 2026, as if it's so far away. 2026, of course, uh, if he wants to run, he'll have to start running in about a year and a half. Uh, here we go. Let's see what he says. That's <clears throat> Did you hear the question, Senator? Running for re election in 2026? Yes. Nicest aid ever. All right. I'm sorry, you all. We're going to need a minute. Senator. Benny. And a string of... uh... One of the most powerful men in America. Does it remind you of this time that he also had a... Seems to be an issue in the U.S. Capitol. So, as you can see, uh, Mitch McConnell has lost his mind. Now, at first, I felt kind of sad for Mitch McConnell. After all, he's just an old man, you know? He's just an old man. Shouldn't we give him at least what we would give any old man? But the thing is, he's 81 years old. We need term limits. Term limits. And I remember, you know, George Carlin said, term limits won't help you because garbage in garbage out you think that you, all these all these leaders all these all these politicians they came out of your schools they were raised by your people they were raised by your they were it, it, You know, socialized by your own society, and you got garbage leaders. You're garbage. The populace, the voter is garbage. And uh, I can't disagree with him because most most people are pretty garbage. They're garbage humans. Most of them are. Not you vegans, of course, because you actually are trying to make a difference and make the world a better place. But most people are just people you know just pieces of shit they're just walking garbage disposals just wanting to eat and eat and eat and eat what goes in their mouth who knows who cares they don't mind they just want to keep eating and keep consuming and that's it dumb fat and happy that's it you know give them bread and circuses that's all and you know it works it works it, it, they just keep doing the same thing and the the rich get richer and the poor get poorer and people like Mitch McConnell rise to the top as one of the most powerful men in the world so The fact that he's losing his mind shouldn't surprise anybody. He's 81 years old. But I do think that although George Carlin said uh, term limits won't help you with that problem, I think term limits might help us with this problem, an 81 year old has no business being in government. An 81 year old has no business driving an Uber. I don't care if he was sharp. If he was sharp as a tack, an 81 year old shouldn't be working any job. An 81 year old should be retired drinking pina coladas on some beautiful beach somewhere. That's what I wish for all 81 year olds. Of course, I live in this dream world where everyone has enough of everything. This idea that there's enough to go around for everyone because we live in a post-scarcity world so why are, why do we have poor 81 year olds but he's a rich 81 year old retire enjoy your time I'm not trying to be ageist about this but when you're 81 and you've worked your whole life relax relax just go relax you're not you, you've done your time thank you thank you soldier for better or worse, I think you're a piece of shit, but most people most people like Mitch McConnell. So, here you go. Have retire. Have a nice day. You've done your bid for king and country. Now fuck off. And yet we don't have term limits for senators every six years he runs every six years he wins he's been in office for like 40 50 years something like that he's been a politician for something like 50 something years and uh yeah there there he is a column of power a a column of american wealth and this is what he's reduced to someone who freezes like a deer in the headlights someone who loses his dignity every chance every time someone puts a camera in front of him he loses his dignity now. He can't even age with that. So that's that will be the true the true tragedy. Is that when he when he goes up, when they, they put him up there like El Cid, like it's like it's weekend at Bernie's, and they and he shits himself on stage. That'll be when they finally go, Maybe we should uh you know what I mean? Term limits for justices, term limits for senators. Term limits for congressmen, that's what we need in this country, it'll help us a lot. I disagree that George Carlin, uh, garbage in, garbage out maybe but the, you know what i'd rather have new garbage how about that new garbage ain't got that stink on it you know new garbage ain't got that ain't got that putrefication going just yet new garbage is a little shiny a little a little it smells a little better you know i want the new garbage even if it is garbage in garbage out give me give me a 35 year old senator from kentucky you know what i mean there's got to be a 35 year old kentucky guy doing something like going maybe maybe this, uh, Maybe it's getting hotter. Maybe there's to do this global warming thing. You know, there's got to be some smart motherfuckers in Kentucky, right? Anyway, how do you feel about uh, how do you feel about Mitch McConnell? I'd love to know. I'd love to know. Thanks. Turn limits for racist rapists. Yeah, I think that would be a good thing. Strom Thurmond should have gone. Strom Thurmond should have been in jail. That's what he should have been. You'd love to see that happen. Yeah, well, him to take a shit. Yeah, me too. Mhm. He probably wears diapers going on stage. He probably does. He probably does. Uh, lobbying probably helps too. But the lobbyists... Okay, but think about the lobbyists. The lobbyists, after 50-something years, the lobbyists aren't even on their toes anymore. They're like, send, send Mitch another check. And the lobbyists... <laughs> People don't know that much about lobbyists, right? It's not just about the money. They also write policy because they're experts in their field. So, someone like Mitch McConnell develops a relationship with a with a lobbyist. Let's call it the oil lobby for now just cuz they're the mo- they're the most fun, right? And then a piece of a piece of legislation comes across his desk and he needs to sponsor it. So, he calls his friend the lobbyist and he says, "Hey, I don't know about this. I'm a fucking senator. I don't know that much about, you know, uh oil, blah, blah, blah. And so he goes, yeah, okay, I got a guy for that. And the lobbyist, he writes the policy. And then Mitch looks at it and he goes, yeah, it looks good to me, stamps it, signs it, and that's it. So lobbyists actually have so much power, not just because of the money that they spend, but because of their writing power, their expertise. So that relationship grows over 50 years. We need those relationships to not grow over 50 years. We need those relationships to be torn asunder and then every time a new guy comes in, the lobbyist gotta meet with him and talk to them and develop those relationships again. So hopefully, they'll have more turnover too. The same guys, you don't want 80 year old lobbyists either. They ain't got new ideas. They don't have new ideas. You know what I'm saying? Identify as a trash can mammal. I like it. I did not see Larry last night. Larry wasn't here. Larry didn't show up. His his internet's busted. Apparently, I guess I don't know. Palo Alto, no internet. Shouldn't he be retired and living the rest of his life in style? Yes, yes, he's rich. He is responsible for the current shitty Supreme Court of six to three conservatives. I know it's ridiculous mitch mcconnell is the reason why merrick garland is attorney general and not justice garland i mean it's it's mitch mcconnell's a villain he he deserves whatever he gets but as an 80 year old 81 year old he could probably handle it no problem fine that's totally true celtic tomato probably but i also don't want an 81 year old vegan in office i mean 81 years old you're old, you got no new no, no new ideas. Just because you could do the job doesn't mean you should do the job. You're 81, no job is good for an 81 year old. Like, when I'm 81, I hope to Christ I'm not working. I, I just want to go to sleep at 81, holy shit. That's double my age? I don't wanna, if I'm double how I feel right now. <laughs> God damn I don't even want to live I don't want to be alive at 81 I don't know how these guys keep going Don't they get tired? The vegan club poster is haunted Yeah, it is It's because of this fan right here Because it's it's still hot I've I've refused to turn on the air conditioning this year So so it's all just fans right now Yep Bodybuilder diapers uh, Give the best glute pumps (laughs) What ever tried it it's a thing (laughs) what are you talking about (laughs) i think it depends on the 81 year old as to whether they have new ideas or not i know some older people that are sharp sharp fine then they could be the guy behind the throne they don't need to be the 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 politician think about like you think dick cheney still doesn't talk to people you don't think that up until he died george hw bush wasn't talking like all the time those guys those old guys they become kind of like the the ring bearers you know the the ring givers they become the guys that are like the king makers behind the scenes that's what usually happens with those old guys they work for a few hours a day they give some advice when the new when the younger guys are like oh i don't know what i'm doing then they go talk to the older guys that's how it's supposed to work that's how it's worked forever but instead now the old guys never leave office it's a young man's game or a young woman's game Increasingly, hopefully. How about that? Can't we get some women up in Kentucky? Where the where are the female politicians in Kentucky? I'd like to see that. But instead, Kentucky, it's still old ass white people, and it's not okay. We're to be in power, every wrinkle, every sneeze, every issue would be attributed to vegans. Yeah, you're totally right. Yeah, every time he every time he froze, they'd be like, Vegan. Oh, you know what? That's that's what we should say about Mason McConnell. Carney. This is what happens to you when you're a carny when you're a carney. Oh, completely gone, lost. And meanwhile, they want to talk about, they, they make jokes about Joe Biden not knowing where he is. Joe Biden, also too old to be in office. He's not supposed to be president. He's supposed to be retired. Mm. Ring race, more like her. <laughs> I, I quote Beowulf, you quote Harry Potter. Both are okay. No, not Harry Potter. R.R. Um, Tolkien, J.R.R. Tolkien, ring race. <laughs> At least you got fans. I do. I do have fans. I got I got fans in almost every room of my house because I am trying to not turn on the air conditioning this year because of environmental. I want to be environmental. I'm already mental. I want to be environmental. I think that's a deliberate strategy to keep the younger people out. I totally agree, Lateral Atlas. <laughs> Yes. Because as if the young people start making money and take a bigger piece of the pie, their power diminishes. Of course it is. I think it's 100% what that is. Keep young people out of office. Keep young people from voting. Keep young people from getting educated. Make it too expensive. When Mitch McConnell was, think about it, when Mitch McConnell was college age, college was free <laughs> no pennies spent out of pocket that's that's how old that guy is free f-r-e-e gratis you know what i'm saying it's ridiculous pisses me up mitch mcconnell six semper tyrannus. Today in history, uh, there's been only a couple things kind of interesting. Jon Snow had the cholera battle for Broad Street. Look at this. It was the worst cholera outbreak in history. Outbreak major, 1854. People dying in the streets of cholera. Physician Jon Snow goes on to call it the most terrible outbreak of cholera which ever occurred in this kingdom. Pretty crazy, right? I think it's kind of nuts. London town. Um. The first body of Jack the Ripper in eighteen eighty eight found Mary Ann Nichols in Whitechapel in London's East End. You know I lived in a place called Knight's Bridge when I first moved to London. and i was i I went on a ripper a Ripper uh, walk to see like where Jack the Ripper stuff happened. And I got a little obsessed. So I was like, I read the book that the guy and then I moved to Whitechapel. I moved to Whitechapel for like, I think I lived there three months. And I just wanted to be around like the, the dirty side of the East End because I'd read like – I read the picture of Dorian Gray and I'd read the a lot about Jack the Ripper. So Whitechapel in the East End. I just wanted to live in the East End. It was so cool and like it was gritty. It was like the – it was the hard part of, 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 the, of, of London. It was that rough part of London. There were signs saying beware of pickpocketers everywhere. When you got off on the tube station, it said there are pickpocketers that was the sign that you were greeted with. It was crazy. I mean, when I when I went on the Ripper tour and they showed me where Mary Ann Nichols died, there were condoms on the floor, and I was like, "Holy shit! Nothing has changed. People are still having sex in this alley." It's, it's London's a weird place. I mean, when Jack the Ripper happened in the eighteen eighty eight, you know, before that, people thought that people who lived in the East End were animals. They they thought they were different species of human. I mean. People like um, like Oscar Wilde would go there and be like uh, just blown away by what was happening in the East End. So, picapokits exactly. Jon Snow became king of the North. He did <laughs> for the watch, for the watch. So, I mean, I think I think the the Jack the Ripper thing is fairly fairly. Um, I thought it was. I always thought it was interesting. Never caught him. Uh, but a lot of people think they knew who it was. Eighty-eight, eighteen eighty-eight. Marianne Nichols. They, she was. She wasn't cut up so bad. She like got cut on the face and cut all cut all up. But she wasn't like completely messed up. It got worse every t- with every murder until it was uh, from hell. Yeah. Mm. It was pretty. It was pretty nuts. Yeah. Uh, anyway, the Liberal Party of Australia is founded by Robert Menzies, uh, Federation Malaysia begins and gains independence from Great Britain in 1957. Great Britain always losing colonies, aren't they? And of course, Diana Princess of Wales died in a car crash today. She died in a car crash with um with the son of the founder of that What's that famous What's that famous grocery store in Harrods? Yeah, 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 Harrods. Mm-hmm. She, the son of the guy who started Harrods he was in the car with her. Anyway, I forget what his name was. I forget his name. But she died. She was. Uh, some people say she was like a candle in the wind. And Elton John sang a song about her uh, that he originally had written for Norma, Jane, Norma Jean, uh, Marilyn Monroe. So he re-released the song. Keith Richards said that uh, Elton John is famous for singing songs about dead blondes, and uh, Elton John said Keith Richards is famous for playing guitar like an arthritic monkey. They don't like each other, Keith Richards and Elton John. (laughs) They don't like each other. I don't know why, but uh, they, they dislike each other intensely. Anyway, uh not not that not for anything, but when Diane died, it was uh, Princess Diana was it was pretty intense, man. Dodie Afayette, thank you so much, Doty Alfayette. Mhm. Yeah, Dodie. I knew he had like one of those names, like Brody or Doty. That was I, I was thinking Brody in my head, but I knew that wasn't right. Yeah. We got Beowulf, L-O-T-R-G-O-T. This is my kind of vegan stream. We got all of it today, man. We're going all. We're going all in. We're talking about ancient London. We're talking about the cholera epidemic. We got we got Jack the Ripper. This is the real deal stream. Um, I, it's too bad Princess Diana wasn't vegan. Do you think if she were alive today, she'd be pushing a vegan lifestyle by now? I wonder. I wonder. She was such a rebel, and I think that that's why people really liked her. She was she was that royal princess who was that kind of rebel, you know, and I. I don't know. A lot of people still hate her. I you know, I don't like speaking ill of the dead. Until Mitch McConnell dies, then I'll then I'll talk some shit about him for sure. Uh Thomas Edison uh patented the kinetoscope. I wish they still called it kinetoscope because video camera kind of sucks. Wouldn't it be better if you're like, "Oh, I'm going to are, are you taking are you taking uh are you taking a picture no actually i'm making a kinetoscope of you instead of a video video sucks what is horrible it's actually no nah, video is actually a pretty cool word but kinetoscope it's a cool word right i wish we still called them kinos in german uh in germany the cinema is called a kino because of it because it's a kinetoscope uh is the original name of a of the camera of the of the movie camera I think it's rad kinetoscope a kinetographic camera device producing moving pictures 1897 pretty cool right Um, Robert Altman won some awards at the Venice Film Festival Robert Altman's a cool director I've never seen this three colors no shortcuts shortcuts by Robert Altman he's a great director yeah or was I think he's gone now anyway all right let's go birthdays today I don't see any vegans, but Brody Brofilet. He was a Brofilet. Yeah. <laughs> Brody Brofilet. All right. So only one. I'm even learning my own language. I always wondered about Kino. Jawohl. <laughs> yeah, Kino is because of the Kinetoscope. Cool, right? Ja, ich weiß das, <laughs> weil ich Deutsch sprechen. Weil ich Deutsch kann, habe ich das auch studiert. Yeah. Well, I studied like I learned German in the street, but then when I went to Berkeley, I, I majored in German, so I learned all that like deep culture shit and also like um, kind of history of words from in the German language. Super cool. I, I read all of Grimm, for example. That was kind of neat. Most people say they've read the German the German fairy tales, the Märchen, but. Um, Most people haven't. I actually have, uh, because I have a degree in German. I do. I graduated with highest honors 4.0 and a thesis. All right. So all these guys are pretty interesting. Um, of course, you know, about Mohammed bin Salman, the crown prince of Saudi Arabia, Saudi Arabia, cutting off heads, cutting off hands. Uh, What other great things about Saudi Arabia can you say? Saudi Arabia, making sure that the money from oil goes to the people of London and New York rather than the poor people living on top of it. Saudi Arabia, your crown prince thanks you. That's their commercial on, uh, on the television. Thank you, people of Saudi Arabia, for allowing us to cut off your heads in soccer stadiums anytime we want. Women now have the ability to drive. You're welcome. Uh, when I was a kid, women couldn't drive in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> Up until very recently, they couldn't drive in Saudi Arabia. They're, uh, but you know what? Great. They're great. <clears throat> Ramon Magsaysay is the first Filipino um, pre- uh, president who, he was like, kind of like their Kennedy. He was young. He was raised kind of poor. He was uh, really famous for that. I don't know who Arthur Godfrey is. Who's Arthur Godfrey? I don't know who he is. The radio tv host yeah i don't know that guy all right he's not vegan i don't care uh but wilhelmina of the netherlands you probably have heard of she was really popular because in world war ii <clears throat> they kicked her out world war ii yeah world war ii they kicked her out and she was lost and, and they thought that she was dead but instead she went to england and she broadcasts over the radio Positive messages for the people of the Netherlands to listen to, and still and and resolve to um, to stay stalwart through the occupation, the German occupation. She also, it was her decision in World War One to stay neutral and stay out of the wars, so Holland was not destroyed during World War One. In World War Two, the Germans just took over Netherlands. It, they needed a shortcut around the uh, around the Marginal line, you know. So the Germans didn't give a shit. Uh, whether they wanted to stay uh, neutral or not they were they were coming in. So anyway, uh Wilhelmina, she was kind of famous for that. She kept people motivated. She was the cheerleader of the Dutch. And you know what? I want to be the vegan cheerleader. I want to be the vegan Wilhelmina. Could I be could I be your vegan Wilhelmina? Just tune in every day and I'll give you some positive vegan affirmations every day. Wouldn't that be cool? That's what I want to do. Vegan 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 Wilhelmina. I'm the vegan Wilhelmina of the Netherlands. Um Commodus Commodus I love that he's called Commodus because he was a totally a douchebag. Uh, this is the emperor that the guy in Gladiator was based on. He uh, was really into gladiator and stuff to the point where he would, like, dress like a gladiator and wear lion's heads on himself. There's a picture of him with the lion's head. He was total douchebag to the point where um, people hated him so much that they just assassinated him. Yeah, he would, like, go in and pretend to be a gladiator and act like a tough guy. And I really like his story because anyone who starts acting like a tough guy, fuck that guy. I can't wait for them to get their heads chopped off. Big guy swinging his dick around acting like big tough guy. These guys who think they're alpha, people like the Andrew Tate. I think Commodus is like the Andrew Tate of his time, you know? Like, yeah, I'm a big, I'm a big tough guy. Yeah, I'm tough. And then what happens? Off with his head. That's what always happens to people who act too big for the britches. You know what I'm saying? Big, strong men. Oh, look at you, big, strong man. Just kind of like Trump, you know? Uh, I've got little hands, but I assure you, it's not a problem. I'm a big, tough man. Biggest man. Biggest man you ever had. I'm very really big. Yeah, anyone who talks like that is very small on the inside and usually ends up in a little hidey hole like uh, Saddam Hussein. They found him in a little hidey hole, didn't they? Or Adolf Hitler. They found him in a little hidey hole. They always find these guys in little hidey holes. Yeah, anyway, Commodus. But worst of all is Caligula. And Caligula is maybe... Like, one of my favorites, because he was truly evil, he would do, like, crazy Caligulan. In fact, the word Caligulan is something that we use in philosophy and ethics classes all the time. If you're coming up with, like, crazy hypotheticals, like some vegans that I know, if you're coming up with crazy hypotheticals, like a Caligulan hypothetical would be something like this. the evil dictator Caligula says, "I'll I'll torture this one baby. If you torture this one baby, I won't kill um, ten thousand people. And so, do you kill the one baby? You know those types of ethical hypotheticals. If if you kill the one baby, I'll, I'll I won't kill these ten thousand people. But if you don't kill the baby, I'm going to kill these ten thousand people." That's a Caligulan. That's Caligula because Caligula was crazy. They made a great movie about him back in the seventies. Uh, Roddy McDowell was in it, and it, uh, it was good. It was good. He, uh, pretty good. You might not like it. It's made in the seventies. It's pretty slow, but uh, he—I think he had sex with a sister a lot. Things like that. He was like cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs, and he—but uh, he did lots of like super cruel, sh- cruel shit. <coughs> Caligula. He's known for orgies and killing lots of people. Wasn't Caligula anti-speciesist, though? He made a horse into a general. He did make a horse into a general. You're right, he did do that. Yeah. Is that anti-speciesist? I guess he was equal. He was he, he thought of humans like animals, so why not keep think of animals like humans? I guess you're right. Maybe he he probably fucked it. He probably fucked horses too. The guy was crazy. Like. The guy was out of his mind. He did all sorts of really really hardcore stuff man (laughs) like yeah oh no did you get covid three viruses covid oh no oh positive for flu okay negative on covid negative on myco positive for flu all right good i'm glad i'm glad that you're i'm glad you're negative on those flu is still bad though yeah (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Caligula is the is the word for a sex. Uh, you mean a uh, cunning linguist? I'm a cunning linguist. I'm a cunning linguist because I read my word of the day every single day. I do, I do, yes. Um, so anyway, Caligula. Happy birthday, Caligula. You were born in 12 AD. He died at uh, just 38 years later, 39 years later. He was young. Yeah, he was young when he was finally killed. How did he get killed again? Yeah, he died of assassination. Doesn't tell me how. Oh, he was only twenty-eight, not thirty-eight. Sorry, uh, English. I was an English major, not a, not a. Uh, when he, I got to count backwards. Sometimes it's kind of funny. Extravagant. Let's see what it says. His reputation is of a tyrant, reveling in cruelty, extravagance, and sexual perversity. Caligula means little boots. Oh yeah, I forgot. Yeah, his uh, his 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 guards gave him the because he had little. He used to wear little soldier boots when he was a little boy, so they called him little boots, little soldier boots. Yeah, Caligula. Happy birthday, Caligula, you evil dictator. We still use your word today. But if you want to sound smart in a philosoph- in a philosophical discussion, rather than say Hitler or like evil despot, use the word Caligula. Because that's how, if you'll read a lot in, if you read philosophy books or like ethics books, they'll, they'll call like Caligulan hypothetical or like a Caligula, Caligula says X or Y. And uh and it make it grounds, it grounds your philosophical hypothetical in some kind of reality, which makes it more believable. If you care about stuff like that, or not, who cares? We're, we're vegans. You can. We we never get in arguments where wild hypotheticals are employed. Uh, Van Morrison is seventy eight, and he's one of my favorite um, musicians of all time. I hope he's one of yours. None of these guys are vegan. Chris Tucker. Uh, you got knock the fuck out. Um, Chris Tucker. You know. I know you don't smoke. I know this man. <laughs> I know you don't get high, but it's Friday. You ain't got shit to do. You ain't got no job. <laughs> I'm gonna get you high. Uh Chris Tucker, of course, uh famous for being in Friday, the movie and all of those ones with Jackie Chan, rush hour movies. Uh don't you ever talk to Batman's radio? He's uh known for his over-the-top comedy. Chris Tucker, 52. Uh Richard Gere. Known for putting a gerbil in his butt. He's one of the greatest actors of our time, but he's known for putting a gerbil in his butt. There is a practice of really weird, sadistic Caligulans who take gerbils or other small creatures, put them into condoms, and as they wriggle around, they put them in their butts to get themselves off. Supposedly, that's a thing. I I think that's weird. Who broke Sky? What do you mean? Okay, who broke Sky? What are you talking about? Who what do you mean who broke sky? What did I do wrong now? Did I did I did I glitch out? Uh anyway, Richard Gere, Van Morrison's one of my favorites, you know. Into the mystic. Yeah, oh you guys didn't know about Richard Gere? Yeah, look up Rich Google Richard Gere. I guarantee you one of the first Richard Gere gerbil. It's a very famous story. Some people say it's true. Some people say it's not, but it's been said so many times it might as well be true because it's been said for, I want to say 35 years. He was married to Cindy Crawford. They got divorced because of it, because it was just constant all the time that he got that he went to the hospital. He had a problem because he had a gerbil, he had a dead rodent in his butt that he couldn't extract. So because of his kinky craziness, he is in trouble for his whole life that he went to the, to the hospital, the hospital um, people were there, and they started talking. That's the legend. Who knows if it's true? Who cares if it's true? It might as well be true because everyone thinks it is. It's kind of like Michael Jackson. Is it true? Is it not true? Who cares? Moon Dance. Yes. I want to rock your gypsy soul. I heard it was made up about Richard Gere. Yeah, so have I. But it also seems very believable. Yes, it does. I mean, how could you ever know? How could you ever know if it's true? I'll never know. According to Snopes, not true. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You never know, though... You never know. People say it's not true. Why did it happen about Richard Gear? Why is everybody why is everyone saying about Richard Gear that story for the last forever? Yeah, no excuse for animal abuse, especially not that one. Anyway, that's uh, the birthdays. Let's see who died today. Oh wait, there was something in here. Oh Vivian Lee married Lawrence Oravia today. Lawrence Olivia, sorry. L- Ro- Lawrence Olivier and Vivian Lee. If you don't know who they are, it doesn't matter to you. But my mom used to think Lawrence, Ol- of, uh, Lawrence Olivier in Wuthering Heights. She used to think he was so hot. She, Wuther- Wuthering Heights was my mom's favorite movie. And Gone with the Wind, she was a fan of, too. And so Vivian Lee marrying Lawrence Olivier, I just thought that was kind of a personal kind of funny thing just for me. Uh, people who died today, Rocky Marciano, uh, Diana Spencer, we already talked about. John Ford, one of the greatest directors of all time. If you ever are thinking about watching an old movie Watch a John Ford movie He's an amazing director He directed The the Searchers He directed uh, Young Abraham Lincoln He directed I don't know He directed lots and lots of beautiful movies John Ford Yeah, he's great I highly recommend Oh my god, Robert Altman We were talking about Robert Altman Robert Altman directed Mrs. Cabe and, uh, Cabe and Mrs. Miller Mr. Cabe and Mrs. Miller It's a great movie I love those old movies. Of course, Marianne Nichols died. There's a picture of her. It's the only picture ever taken of her dead body because she was a prostitute. No one ever took pictures back then. Only the rich took pictures. The only time she got her picture taken was when she was dead. Um, Arthur Philip, uh, forget who he is, but Henry V. Henry V is one of my favorite people around because the great Shakespeare wrote Henry V. And, uh, of course, yeah, it just says immortalized in the plays of william shakespeare but henry v didn't want to be king he wasn't supposed to be king he just ended up king and he became like the best king he was like now you know he he was he he put people together he he was like a guy who was wanted to just hang out in brothels and shit and he became king and he became a different person because of it. In fact, when he became king, the French sent him tennis balls because he was just a playboy. They're like, yeah, go back to sleep, stupid king. And he ended up killing a lot of French people. I mean, he the Battle of Agincourt, of course, is the most famous. Once more unto the breach, or close up this hole with our English dead. You know. We few, we happy few, we band of brothers, for whosoever shall be my brother this day, was a gentle his condition, there he be so vile. I mean, he's like Shakespeare Henry V. Holy shit. Kenneth Branagh, when he was when he chose to do his first Shakespeare movie with Christian Bale and Emma Thompson, he chose to do Henry V. And maybe I'm just a Henry the Fifth fan because of Shakespeare, but that's okay. That's okay because Shakespeare Henry V is one of the best plays ever written. Holy shit. Men in England now abed will hold their manhood cheap while any well any speaks that fought with us upon Saint. Crispin's day. I one time one time found there was a PlayStation commercial on television and it was all about like playing video games. But it was all just a Shakespeare quote from Henry V. It's like it's so ingrained in our culture that it's constantly being quoted, he, like. He, There's a whole scene where he's like bringing people from different cultures from all over from the English Empire and he's like, now we're going to march on these goddamn French. Of course, the real reason why they beat the French so well was because the French had these things called longbows and they had two fingers to pluck them. And apparently, the reason why English people still do this today is because during the Hundred Years War and then during when uh, Henry V was out there, if the French caught an Englishman, they'd cut off their two fingers. To say you ain't plucking those longbows no more, big yew tree, yew tree longbow, longbows. It was like it was the most deadliest weapon fought ever seen in warfare up to that time because the 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 arrows were so long they'd fall on top of you and go straight through your armor and kill you dead, dead as a dormouse, dead as a doornail, just dead. So anyway, Henry the Fifth. It's his birthday today, and I think that's pretty cool. <laughs> Sorry, I went off a little bit about Henry V, but he died today, and um, oh my god, and when he kills when he kills Hotspur and Henry the Fourth Part Two, like Henry V, he's in Henry the Fourth Part One, and he's in Henry the Fourth Part Two, and then he's in Henry the Fifth. The same character goes through all three all three Shakespeare plays, and they're wonderful. They're wonderful because you meet him when he's just with Falstaff hanging out. Oh damn! There's this movie called "Chimes of Midnight," "Chimes at Midnight," starring um, Orson Welles. And Orson Welles was obsessed with the Falstaff character, who was Henry V's best friend when they were kids, and they would like rob people and drink all night, shit like that. And he would say, "Oh, we've heard the chimes at midnight," and um, "Oh, we've heard the chimes at midnight." In 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 Star Trek, um, the uh, the 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 last one with with, with Kirk. Um, what's it called? The um, the Undiscovered Country. Undiscovered Country, of course, is a Hamlet reference. But uh, Christopher Plummer is constantly cl- quoting Henry IV because of we ch- we heard the time chimes at midnight and Henry V because of all the war stuff. It's pretty good. It's pretty good stuff. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed my rant about Shakespeare. There's an antique shop up in the mountains here that has photos of prostitutes from the 1800s. They would use them to advertise their services naked. Oh... Naked 1,800 prostitutes? Tell me more. So anyway, Henry v, That's. It. I hope you guys have a better day than Henry V. He died of dysentery and heat stroke. Weakened by dysentery, he died at 34. Yep, died young. Henry V. Henry of Monmouth. I hope you guys have a better day than Henry V, because he died today of uh, weakened by dysentery and heat stroke. All right, we have six minutes left, and we still have to do the affirmation of the word of the day. Here we go, word of the day. The word of the day is Pundit. Star Trek, here we go. Yeah. You need to watch Christopher Plummer in the Undiscovered Country. It's so great. Henry V, rest in peace. Pundit! Are you a vegan pundit? I hope you are. That just means you're an expert. Consider an expert particular subject to care's opinion. Yep, someone on TV. Grandpa likes to watch. Grandpa likes watching liberal and conservative pundits spar about the issues of the day on the Sunday morning talk shows. I bet he does. That's what happens on Fox News every day. Pundits yelling at each other, talking heads. The family film quickly fell flat at the box office. In the latest blow for the storied animation studio, many pundits worry that... They the, the original animated IP is no longer a theatrical proposition. Oh, God. I hope they're talking about Disney because if Disney makes one more remake, I'm so sick of Disney. I'm sorry. I, I know there's all these Disney free. I hate Disney. I used to, I, you know, I worked for Disney. I used to like have very mixed feelings. Now I just hate them. And I think that they're taking over the world. I think it's horrible. They own Fox now. They own everything. They own everything. It's no hot take, did you know? It's no hot take to say that the original pundits were highly learned scholars and teachers in India. It's just a statement of fact. Our English word pundit comes from the Hindi word pandit. Holy shit, I did not know that. I had no idea that's from an Indian word pandita, Sanskrit, a term of respect and sometimes an honorary title for a wise person, especially one with knowledge of philosophy, religion, and law, its ultimate source is the Sanskrit word pandita. Wow, meaning learned. English speakers have used pundit to refer to sages of India since the 1600s, but as is typically done in English, they eventually pushed the word into new semantic territory. By the late 1800s, pundit could also refer to a member of what is sometimes called the commentariat or the punditocracy. <laughs> the punditocracy, I never heard that before, have you? That is the collective group of political commentators, financial analysts, and newspaper columnists often paid to share their views on a variety of subjects. There you go. Pundit. Pundita. I never heard it. I didn't know that. I, I mean, I, of course I know the word pundit, but I know that pundit was a word from Sanskrit. Like, what the heck? That's so cool. Pandita in Spanish is a little panda. <laughs> Pandita. Yeah. Mm hmm. We're all vegan pundits, yes we are. Here we are. We're, are we the are we the vegan vegan punditocracy? I think we are. We are the vegan punditocracy. I think that's. I think that's. We are the vegan punditocracy. I think that's something that we need to put on a t-shirt. I am the vegan punditocracy. I am the vegan option for dessert. I'm the vegan option. I am the vegan option. Uh, yes, dear. Okay. That was cool, that was a good one. I'm glad, I'm glad we did that together, that was fun. Okay, uh, <clears throat> yes, and uh, the, what I'm gonna leave you with is the affirmation. I'm Skyjack Morgan and this is your Daily Affirmation for Vegans Only. If you're not vegan, you're a blood mouth. I don't want bloody mouth fools. I do not suffer bloody mouth fools to watch this channel. If you are a bloody mouth fool, please go away now. I don't want you to like. I don't want you to subscribe. Please flee from my presence for the rest of you. Your Daily Affirmation for Vegans Only is the less I compare, the more I enjoy. The less I compare, the more I enjoy. That's kind of like comparison is the thief of joy, right? That's a very kind of, that's a common, that's a common quote. Comparison is the thief of joy. The less I compare, the more I enjoy. Yeah, comparison is the thief of joy. (laughs) Comparison is the thief of joy. So I choose not to partake in it today. There's no need for comparison. All that really matters is that I embrace my unique journey and release any self judgment that blocks me from truly enjoying it. It can be that simple. That's so true, you know, I am also guilty of comparison, especially when it comes to like YouTube stuff. I'm always comparing like, I always go, who are these utilitarians with 300,000 subscribers and I I can't get this thing up? Why can't I get more just talking about vegan shit? You know, I wanna be a vegan cheerleader. Can we talk about vegan abolitionist stuff? But that's okay, you know. Comparison is the thief of joy. Is so true. Just do your thing. Try your hardest. It's probably going to pay off, right? Probably going to pay off. You're going to do just fine. Plus, you'll enjoy yourself more along the way. You know, stop and smell the roses. Life moves pretty fast. If you don't stop and smell the roses from some time to time, it'll pass you by. It's like Ferris Bueller. You got to stop. Check it out every once in a while. Comparison. Don't compare yourself to others. It's so true. The less I compare, the more I enjoy. So it's very, you know, because like when I'm not comparing myself to other people, I'm just like in the mode editing videos and making stuff for vegans, which is really what I want to be doing. I'm actually really in my, in my joy because that's all I really want to do is make stuff for vegans. That's what I want to do. Thank you for making my dream come true. Please like and subscribe. Have you guys all liked this video? Please do. Please like and subscribe to this video. Thank you. Affirm me. I knew, fo- knew Fox was fiction. <laughs> All right. Well, comparison though. Yeah, comparison is a thief of joy. Mm. My carny tears are getting cold. And that means one thing. It means it's time to go. I'm glad you guys like the vegan affirmation, your daily affirmation for vegans only. Please like, subscribe. Have you liked this video? There's a lot of people watching. There's like 30-something people watching if we take Twitter, Twitch, Facebook, two YouTubes. So everyone should please hit that thumb button. Hit the thumb button. Hit one of the thumb buttons. I don't care. This one or this one. Just hit one of them. Hopefully this one. If not, do this one. Engagement's engagement, buddy. I don't care which one. Just do one. Um, Hit the thumb button and thanks. Uh, I appreciate you, Vegans, so much. And uh, I'll see you at 5 p.m. with Kirsten, Maryland. That'll be dope yeah man it's van morrison's birthday today huh i should sing a van morrison song i only know i only know uh into the mystic uh, i only know into the mystic but i've had that loving spoonful song in my head for a while because of because uh, i'm leaving so that loving spoonful song that they played at uh at woodstock what was it called darling be home soon man it's on my it's on my brain because i'm leaving for three months on tour with Peta. And uh, everything's going to change. It's going to be a big, big difference. I hope that you guys will join me on the journey because I I, I don't want to lose all my VFFs. I hope you'll be there for me. Thanks, guys. It's so hard to not abuse animals. Colonies can't fuck themselves. Go fuck themselves. This is a shot of all Yes, I'm gonna play the Kirsten vid. I can't wait. I, I want to surprise her with it. I want to I want to I want her to see it. She looks so young in that. It was a, it's an old video of Kirsten that I want to surprise her with to watch. And then three month tour of the USA. Nice, exactly. Four Yeah, I'm kind of proud of it because I got a four at Berkeley in two majors with highest honors in both. It's it's a unique thing. Most people they'll do a major and a minor, but they won't get highest honors in both. Berkeley doesn't do like Magna, Summa, come loud. They don't do that stuff. They do highest honors with honors and then nothing. Um, Highest honors, you have to have, I think, over 3.8, but you also have to have written a thesis over the course of of two semesters. So it's like 40 pages. And um, I did that in two different different majors in two different languages. And um, it was kind of a big like... I don't know. I felt I felt super cool about it. I don't really talk about it very often, but um, it was a major accomplishment in my life. So thank you for noticing that, Paul Campbell. I appreciate you. And come to Buffalo. I the closest I will come to Buffalo. I think now. Don't quote me because my itinerary is still quite rough, drafty. But my my um, I'll be in Ithaca. I think I'm pretty sure I'm going to be in Ithaca this month. No September. So I don't know how close that is to Buffalo. My my east coast geography on the north side of the country ain't great. I've been to Buffalo one time in my life, well twice on the way to to on the way to uh, Niagara Falls and on the way back. I stopped in Buffalo. But um I don't really I don't really know the east north the northeast very well. So you're going to have to help me with that. And um yeah. My MA thesis was 295. That a master's degree. This was for a bachelor's. Took you a year and a half to write. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, master's thesis is a little bit different because you're only studying that one subject, right? So, yeah, totally. I mean, a very impressive feat. Don't get me wrong at all. Um, I did it as a bachelor's in two different subjects. It was pretty, uh, pretty rock star for a bachelor. It is something to be proud of. Thank you too far away. Oh no, is Ithaca too far? Sorry. I'm not going to, maybe on the way, I don't know. Cause I'll be driving around too. So maybe Buffalo's on the way to someplace else that I'll be going, man. It's quite possible. Um, I'll know more as we get closer next week is training at PETA headquarters. So I'll find a lot, go visit Entice. Entice is in Ithaca. You're right. She is you're right she told me that that's so great yeah just saw your new video i wish i had more videos in english though <laughs> he, no nilf is amazing right nilf is doing some really good work um please share nilf if, if you don't follow nilf please do he's amazing sky you're so smart oh thank you so much i sometimes don't feel that way but i i thank you for saying that um i think i'm more curious than smart to be honest I don't like remember shit like other people. I'm not like super, super smart. But I think that I'm, I think that one thing I like about myself is that I'm, I'm infinitely curious. I have, I'm intellectually curious. And I think that that is something I I like about myself a lot. So thank you. This has been a wonderful pre-shift for me. I feel great today. I can't wait to get the day started. I hope you guys are feeling the same way. And I will talk to you at 5 with Kirsten. Thank you, vegans. Illegitimate non-carborundum. Don't let the bastards grind you down. Today, go out there. Be strong. Rock and roll, please. I think you're great. Thank you.